All right. Happy President's Day. I'm Jeff, and I got my friend Aiden Ben at base with the guys. But I want, but I, I thank you, Anthony. I know, Aiden, I'm going to fix my but I'm going to let my good friend Anne do the introductions today. Okay, and I'll help you. Ask me, who are we interviewing? I'm your book. Okay, well, yes. All right. Yes, we interview a former CEO. A good friend of everybody. All right. And he ends with the first question. Okay. Hey, Jesus, he says he needs help. Should I help or you want to help? All right, Anne, let's try the first question. Ready? Yep. What inspired you to create? Peace Haven. What inspired me to create Peace Haven? That's a great question. So I think a lot of my inspiration for Peace Haven comes from having a family member with a disability. You guys know that our son Trey is on the autism spectrum. So as a child, I worried and thought about, you know, what kind of opportunities would be available for him uh, when he was an adult, places to live and to work and places to meet other people and have a community to be a part of. So I was really interested in communities like Peace Haven, where folks could live together, work together and be together. And it also, uh, with our son Trey, we also all of a sudden became a part of this bigger community in Greensboro of folks in the disability community. So we're meeting all these people and hearing their stories about the things that they worried about for their children and their family members their brothers and sisters and trying to find places where they could have a community like Peace Haven. So I guess it was, you know, kind of a, kind of a family reason they helped me start it, but not long after uh, thinking about it, started meeting all these wonderful people that helped me start dreaming about Peace Haven. Now the, the inspiration for it also involves two other people that were really important, Tim and Susan Elliott. You guys have heard of Tim and Susan, right? Yeah. And so Tim and Susan, we were at the same church and we kind of came together. And so I th the thing that I think that was really neat about Peace Haven was I was real interested in kind of the community piece of Peace Haven and how it could be a place where it bring a lot of people together. Tim is this brilliant financial guy. So he understood all the financial stuff and the implications around Monday, money and funding for it. And then Susan had this idea, which I think has always been one of the most important things about Peace Haven is how we could integrate farming and agriculture and growing things and maybe animals. And that could all be a part of Peace Haven. So we kind of brought these three things together, the community piece, the, the financial piece, which is important. And this, this really other important piece about having something that would bring us together around gardening and farming. So that's kind of what, that's kind of what inspired me to create, help, help create, because I wasn't the only person that did it. Our friends there frozen. I think we're frozen. <laughs> well, oh, there. Uh -oh. Uh, All right. And you want help with number two? You know, it was a little frozen, but we were okay. Yeah. We, ex we expect that, right? Yeah. Okay, here's the next question, but this is actually a good one. Yeah. All right. So, Anne. How did the Navy, the Navy inspire and prepare you, prepare you for Peace Haven? Oh, 
Um, that's an awesome question. And I think it did play an important part, not just for Peace Haven, but all of the things I've kind of done in my life. The Navy was really a very important experience for me. One thing the Navy teaches you, teaches you is never give up, never give up the ship. And so you just have this ethic of, you know, you really have to always try really hard to make things work and just never give up and have a lot of perseverance to keep going. But the other thing I think the Navy teaches you, which is so important, is about how you got to take care of your of the people around you. In the Navy, we would have called it our shipmates. <laughs> and how do you take care of your shipmates? And you always put them first and take care of them and make sure they're okay. And I think both those things, you know, really having this idea that you've got to always keep trying. And then the second thing is take care of the people around you. <laughs> Number three. Yes. What are your hopes, hopes. for Peace Haven oh. in the future? In future. Hopes for Peace Haven in the future. I have a lot of hopes for Peace Haven in the future. One of the biggest hopes is that Ann and Ben and Jeff will always be there in the future. And so whenever I come to Peace Haven, I'll see them and the amazing people like Gina will be there. Uh, it's the people that is so that are so important at Peace Haven. And so my hope for the future is that a lot of folks who are involved now will be able to continue to be involved. And when I come to visit, I'll see all these great people that I love and care about. But also I have a hope of Peace Haven. We have a, we have a thing called a vision statement right now. And the vision statement says that Peace Haven will be a place of learning and growth for people of all abilities. And the thing I love about that is how Peace Haven could be a place where people could come and learn about lots of different things. It might be agriculture, it might be people with disabilities, it might be bringing folks together to learn about almost any kind of topic. But Peace Haven will be this kind of destination where people can come. I think the community center is going to play a really important part in that. But I really think it's, it's important to think about how Peace Haven is it's not just a place for people with disabilities, but it's a place where everybody can come and learn and grow as people. I think that's really important. So my vision is, you know, I think we'll add, I know we'll add more housing and have more opportunities for people to live there. I know there'll be more opportunities for the farm to expand and all these great things to happen there. But I always want it to be a place where people think, you know, that's a place I can go and I'm going to learn something that will help me be a better person. Agree. Agree. Okay. Tell them hello back, all right? Yeah, I will. So then you want me to then? What is your what is your fondest, what does the word fondest mean? What is your best memory? What is your best memory of Peace Haven? What is, what is, my, what is my fondest memory of Peace Haven, Ben? Is that it? Oh, yeah. the Navy, and the Navy, and yeah. the Navy also. Okay, I tell you what, uh, I'm just going to stick with Peace Haven. <laughs> we only have a half hour. I know, and it would take me more than an hour just for Peace Haven. <laughs> I've got so many fond memories of Peace Haven. They're little ones and they're big ones. 
Uh, and the little ones are just, you know, those moments or those little moments are just as good as the big ones. But there are some big ones that I, I really remember and really treasure. One was the very first work day we had at Pete's Haven, even before the even before there was anything out there, we had a work day and we didn't think anybody would come. And all of a sudden there were like 50, 60, 70 people out there helping us at Peace Haven. And that was the first time I thought, you know, there's something that's gonna happen here that's gonna be really special. Uh, another favorite fondest memory is the very first Peace Haven Thanksgiving we had uh, and the folks that came for that. And the Peace Haven Thanksgivings have always been a really special time for me when the families get to come and everybody gets to bring their families. Uh, you know, another one, and Jeff, I think you'll remember this one. Um, uh, the when we did the dedication of Susan's View. Yes. Uh, we finished the house before everybody had moved in and we had this big celebration. And we saw all these folks that, that came out to celebrate and support. The mayor, the so mayor you know, you guys interviewed her recently, right? Yes. Yeah, and so it was just this day, this really special, beautiful day in October. And I remember thinking, uh, you know, it's gonna be such an amazing thing that's gonna happen in the house with the people who are living there, the core members and the RAs at the time. And yes. uh, it was just amazing. So those are some of my some of my fondest, fondest memories. All right, here's the next one. What is your oh, this is actually a good one? Greatest, what's that one? You can sign it up. Spring. Spring. That helped you create peace haven. So the question is, what's your greatest strength that helped you create peace haven? My greatest strength that helped me create peace haven. Ben's thinking, I don't know. Ben's thinking. Let's see what he has to say. <laughs> what would you say? You got an answer? Ben, what did you say? Ben said something. Muscles. My, my great strength. <laughs> okay, let's see what Buck has to say. That would be no, I, I think I think I do have a, a strength that really helped Peace Haven, and that was my uh, my ability to uh, build relationships. Yeah, I think that's a strength of mine. Uh, my ability to uh, uh, take those relationships and 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 get the community engaged in what was happening with Peace Haven. I think that's been so important. Uh, the way the you know, building that base of people that are out there supporting us and helping us in all those different ways. I think that's that's probably the strength that probably helped me the most in uh, getting Peace Haven going. Yeah, Paul. Right, we got Buck's haircut. Okay, here's the, here's the next question. Look at that. This is actually an interesting question. Hold on. Let's see what we got. We if you were a pastor or the creator of Peace Haven, what would your dream job have been? In a Navy pilot. Huh. So here's what the, here's what the question was. If you were not a pastor to create a peace haven and been in the Navy, what would your dream job have been? What would my dream job have been if I had if I couldn't have been a pastor? Or right, all the all the creator peace haven, but you could be in the Navy. All the creator peace haven. Well, I would say my dream job, my dream job would be being the uh, road manager for the peace haven band. I thought I thought it'd be something else. I thought it'd be managing a coffee shop. <laughs> well, that's another dream job. My dream job, my dream job, and you guys make sure make sure the community center has a little coffee shop in it because I want to be Bucks Coffee. You know, barista, oh. I want to be the barista in the uh, Peace Haven coffee shop. Oh, right, here's the next question. 
What inspired Buck to become a pastor? Oh, that's a good question. So uh, what inspired me, and I guess I would use a little bit different language. Uh, I, I, think of, I think of vocational things like being a pastor as being a call. So being yeah. called to it, it's, it's the same thing as being inspired, but I, I, sometimes I use that language of being called to something. So I feel like I was being called to be a pastor. And part of that call comes from the importance and the role of my faith in my life. Uh, you know, I'm a person of faith. And so I had, my faith has always been really important to me. And as an adult, I felt a call to go into ministry. And um, it really kind of inspired me to go to seminary, which is where you get an education to learn how to be a pastor. You study about things around the Bible and theology and history, and it prepares you to be able to, to go and be a pastor in a church, and it's really good preparation. So uh, all those things kind of kind of came together and, and led me to trying to be a, a pastor in a church. Uh, but can I tell you another little secret I, I think about? Oh, this can't uh, this is, no, this is, this, not, this is important though. This is something I, I'm, I'm not sure I ever told you guys, but I'd really like you to know. And, you know, when I was at Peace Haven, uh, I thought about Peace Haven as ministry. Um, yes. I felt, uh, I felt a call to Peace Haven, just the way I was inspired to become a pastor. I felt a call to uh, Peace Haven as well. And I always thought about my work as, at Peace Haven as ministry and, and sometimes even as a pastor. And just me, just me, just me, just me, just me. Guess what? I just me. Guess back. Actually, did this Sunday. What I'm actually gonna say. He did. Guess back to this. Guess what? I'm very proud of it. He actually preached his first sermon all about peace and all about love, which I'm gonna listen to. Okay. Oh, please. Okay. Here we go. This is actually a good question. What does a good leader look like to you? Ah, oh, that is a good question. What does a good leader look like? Um. I think there are a couple of things. I think one, a good leader uh, needs to be able to needs to be able to kind of cast a vision of what he where he would like where he or she would like the organization to go, to be able to cast a vision and then hopefully inspire others and get them excited about about what that vision looks like and helping to achieve that vision and getting everybody working together to be able to, to achieve that vision. I think being a good leader also part of that's being kind of a positive person, being able to look forward and be excited about things. Uh, I think a lot of times folks are not always that positive. And I think it's really important as a leader always, you know, to be realistic about things, but to be positive and inspire folks to, to, to be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve in your organization uh, or your nonprofit or whatever. Um, I mean, leaders are everywhere. You guys are leaders in the house, you know, and I think part of that is you want to be positive and inspire other folks to be able to create that great family that's in Susan's view. Um, I'll tell you one other thing I think about that's important for a good leader, and that is that you, you always have to be helping other people become good leaders. Yes. So I think part of the thing about being a good leader is how you're helping to, they call it developing leadership in other folks and helping them kind of develop their leadership and learn the things they need to become good leaders because you've got to always be preparing folks that are kind of 
a little bit behind you in the organization to take those leadership roles. So the organization or nonprofit or family or church or business can be successful. Right. All right. Here's the next question. What song describes you the best? And I think I'm Buck's answer, but I'm going to let him say the answer. <laughs> What's, what song or what band or does it? Let's, let's Gina, so we say what song and band? And you can't mention the PZ band because, because I know that Buck always loves the PZ band. You can't mention I love the PZ band. band. <laughs> <laughs> I knew well, Buck was going to say well, that. And I'm going to go back to one other fondest memory uh, with the PZ band. And I think this October, I mean, the harvest celebration this year, there was just something magical about the music and really magical about, about you guys when you played together. Uh, I mean, it was just so amazing. So, uh, uh, and I forget, you know what? I've already forgotten the question. <laughs> what song is this oh, song, 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 song. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you first, some of my favorite uh, artists. Uh, I love the Avid Brothers. I don't know. Yes, I think I think their songs have a lot of great meaning. You know who else I really like? I like the Boss. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Did you know he was from New Jersey? Yes, I knew that. Yes, yes, Yeah. No, I like I like Bruce Springsteen. They're the Avids and and Bruce Springsteen are probably my favorite theologians. So, favorite song, favorite song, favorite song, favorite song. You know what? There's a um, there's a song uh, I have on on my computer that I really love, and it's an old Eric Clapton song. I think it's back from maybe the, maybe the even the '80s. Uh, he wrote a song called See, "See What Love Can Do," and uh, it's not really well known, but it's a really beautiful song, and I absolutely love the lyrics. "See What Love Can Do," Eric Clapton. I can't see that. I thought, I thought Buck was this is my wife is out of things. Here's the answer to the question. What do you miss most about, wait, what do you miss the most about being at Peace Haven every day? Hi, saying hi to everybody. Yeah. Getting you up. What do you miss the most? I agree with that, but let's see what Buck has to say. <laughs> what do you miss the most about being at Peace Haven as a, as a base CEO? Well, the, the over the overarching answer is okay. I missed it, but let me let me let me go into a little more detail. Of that okay, now, one of my one of my favorite things I love is when I would come to work every morning. You know, get there a little after eight o'clock or something, <laughs> and <laughs> and I would see all you guys, especially in the summertime when you're watering and stuff. And so I drive up, and you guys would already be out there watering stuff, and already be going. And I drive up in my little electric car, and beep at the horn, beep at the horn, beep at the horn. I wave to you guys, and you guys would wave back. And then I would drive my little electric car up to the uh, the charging station, and either yeah. you or Ben would come up, and you would plug in my car for me, so I wouldn't even have to do that. And I'd get out, and we'd walk around and talk a little bit. I just love pulling up in the morning and seeing y'all out there. I mean, it just all, always was the best. What about having lunch? Um, you know, I miss... Bingo. I miss... Uh, what now? I said lunch and bingo beer. Gina doesn't know about it. Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's one of the things I was going to say. I miss lunch. I miss... I mean, one of my favorite times is just coming up to the house, all having lunch together and sitting around talking about all the 
<laughs> all the things we talk about, you know, some of it's really silly, but a lot of it can be have a lot of meaning to it. Uh, but I miss, you know, miss those times that we just get to spend together. Uh, I miss the times when we're out there kind of working together. I miss I miss work days when we'd have volunteers come out and you guys would really help with the volunteers and be great leaders when they were there. Uh, I miss when we used to play bingo and uh, when I discovered my other power and that was being a really great bingo caller uh that might be my other uh retirement job my other dream job is calling bingo so but bingo is always fun when we play games and just have fun so all those things i really miss all right this is gonna be an important one you've taught us many lessons well, about to me, about to me, about to me, about to me, about to me. What lessons have me, Ann, and Ben taught you? What lessons have the have you guys taught me? Yes, because you taught us many things how to change kind of how to believe in you. But what lessons have you taught us? Okay. Me, what lessons have we taught you? You you gonna tell me what? What else? About to me, about to me, about to me. What 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 else? About to me, about to me, about to me, about to me. What what is me? Ben and taught you. Uh, you taught me. Because okay. you taught us many things. Right. Okay. Well, you guys have taught me a lot of things. I am pretty sure that I've you've taught me way more than I've taught you. <laughs> that I've learned way more from you guys than you've learned from me. I think some of the things, you know, one of the things I'd put at the top of the list um, is how uh, you guys respond to things, uh, sometimes hard things you yeah. know, that happen that, you know, are really hard for us or are really tough. Uh, the thing that I learned from y'all is this thing about it's, it's a resiliency. You know, exactly. you guys, resiliency is the ability to have something happen to you and then respond to it in a way where it, you're going to you're going to make it through it. You're going to have, a, you know, a good attitude about it. You're going to be helping each other. You know, that's the amazing thing. When things have happened that are hard, I've noticed, I've watched how you guys have taken care of each other. Yeah. That's, that's what kind of I, I mean by resiliency. Well, there have been a lot of examples. You know, when, when, when there's been losses, you know, yeah. probably, probably the, the hardest one uh, you know, there've been some hard ones, but one that I'll, I'll mention that I'll, you know, never forget is when our, when our friend Dave Bradley died. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I remember thinking, how, how am I going to tell you guys that, that it happened? And uh, you guys, I was so worried about it and you guys, and it was a, it was a big loss for me because I love Dave. And he was such a close friend, and he was so important to Peace Haven. And I kind of thought, you know, this is the, you know, just devastating for us personally, but also devastating for Peace Haven. What are we going to do without Dave? Right. And I remember you guys, uh, I thought I was going to kind of be, again, the pastor to you guys, telling you about you, you guys were more the pastor to me. So, and I learned a lot about you guys, about resiliency and how you respond to things which are challenging and tough and still kind of keep going forward and have, you know, a good attitude. Again, being realistic about stuff, 
but really being positive and looking forward and that resiliency. You know, a lot of folks don't have it. You know, there's another, another word for it that is called grit. You guys have got a lot of grit and you can kind of weather things that are tough and get through it and be a team together and help each other. And that's, that's one of the biggest lessons I think I've learned from you guys. Uh, Eventually, with Ann and Ben, were they at the Dave Bradley thing? Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Ann was. It just me, it just me, it just me, it just me. They've been like 70 people coming up to me and Ann and Molly and Jake saying, thank you for what you do. Yeah. Right? They were like, yeah. So that's, 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 you know, when I think about of all the many things that you taught me, uh, that's the big, that's one of the biggest ones. But, you know, another one is, you know, just to enjoy things and to yes. and to and to be happy. And and like the advice that Ann gave me about this interview, she said, don't be nervous, just be happy and enjoy it. And I think that's that's a really important thing. You know, we've got to yeah. do that. You try to do it. I see you trying to do it every day and it makes yeah. a huge difference in your lives. And it made a difference in my life, too. Here is the last question. Oh, great. He says, right. What other projects are you looking forward to tackle in the future with your new job? Oh, well, excuse me, with your new job, oh, I appreciate it. If you decide to come back, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Take Gina's job. Gina wants Gina to say, please come back, bro. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so a pro you mean uh, uh, projects uh, at, that I'm working on at the church or hope to work on at the church? Is that, is that the right way, Gina, to say it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that the right way, Gina? Gina doesn't know. Yes. Whatever projects, right? Anything. Yeah. What are you working on? Uh, uh, what, well, let me tell you about a few things. Uh, I'll tell you about some, some projects that I, I kind of dream about here uh, at the church. And, and they're projects that, uh, you know, really have a lot of, a lot of overlap with, with Peace Haven and the community stuff that Peace Haven does. There's some there's some personal things I hope to do, uh, but projects here, you know, and the things that were that the church is worried about, a lot of the same things that Peace Heaven is worried about, you know, people and housing, and food and food insecurity, and how do we help our neighbors and take care of the people in our community? I mean, that's important at Peace Haven, and it's important here at the church. I mean, the church thinks about, you know, from a standpoint of faith you know, how important it is for us to be out in the community and out in the world, helping other people, helping our neighbors and helping uh, folks to uh, have better lives and to be able to have the things that they need to live. Uh, and so the church is, uh, I hope we can work on some housing projects while we're here and there are lots of great housing partners. We can do that. Uh, I think the church, can, the, a big project for the church that I'd like to work on is around food insecurity. You guys remember us talking about that? You know, how we help our neighbors make sure they have enough to eat. A garden, maybe a garden, a garden. Yeah, the, we've got a community garden here at Peace Haven, which Peace Haven, I mean, at, at First Baptist, which Peace Haven helped a little bit when they were getting it going and we provided a little assistance for it. Uh, the community garden here is really nice and really great. And, and that's kind of a nice connection for me to be able to have that to be able to be a project. And it reminds me of all the stuff we did at Peace Haven. Uh, you know, another thing that we're working on right now that's really important is stuff around refugees and helping a lot of the refugees. There, there's a tremendous amount of refugees are being resettled in Greensboro. Did you know that? So what does that mean? Can you give us an example? What does that mean? Refugees are folks coming from other countries like Afghanistan, 
Uh, yeah. The church, the church just we just helped a family from Sudan, a Sudanese family, get resettled. So there's a lot of really important things around helping some of the refugees who are coming into our community and make sure that we're providing the hospitality and the things they need to be able to start a new life here in the United States. So that's kind of a big project that I'm working on too. Uh, personal projects, you know, I'm I'm really uh, want to keep working on some things I enjoy, some hobbies. Dancing, uh, dancing. Well, yeah, that dancing is one of them. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> Jenner, if you are listening, Ellen Jenner, Bucky is the biggest Ellen Jenner fan I ever met. He said to me, Bucky, he made me want to write a letter to Ellen, and it did not happen. You know, yeah. yeah, sadly, <laughs> sadly, that was one of my my biggest disappointments about my time at <laughs> Seven is that the core members weren't able to get me on the Ellen DeGeneres show, <laughs> so I could dance with Ellen. <laughs> you still got some time left. You better get working on it. All right. Uh, but no, it's just things, you know, you know how much uh, I like doing stuff with Kathy. So we want to do projects that include things like having fun, like dancing and taking dance lessons. Uh, I'm really doing a lot of stuff with photography right now and taking a lot of pictures, which I really enjoy, kind of the creative stuff. Um, uh, doing some cycling and traveling. We've got a trip. Kathy and I are going on a trip in April. Oh, you know what else we're doing? Big project. We're gonna do. We're gonna hike the Camino this summer. So we're really excited about that. The the um, Camino in in Spain. So we're excited about having that trip too. So lots of good kind of personal projects. But there are also some big projects here at the church. That I hope I can be involved in as well. Oh, I'd love to have you guys help. And the church would love to have you help. So you're welcome anytime. And I'll call you as these projects start to develop and see if there are ways we can get you guys plugged in, okay? Yes, I can. Okay, Sydney. As much as we miss you very, very much, Buck, next time you you the person that you picked as a CEO will be telling. More stories. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pick his ears about Phelps Sprinkler. My Phelps Sprinkler. Are, are you guys going to interview Phelps? Yes. What oh, is something that I need to ask him? Yeah. Is, he, he doesn't know it yet. I need to reach out to him. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a lot of things Phelps doesn't quite know yet. But that's going to be a good surprise. <laughs> no, but I'm just going to email. I'm just going to email. I want to say, what is something? What is something that Phelps knows about you that? He does that nobody knows about him. What's something about Phelps that nobody knows that we don't know anything about Phelps? I could ask him, and I'm asking if that's true that Buck said. What is something nobody knows that, about Phelps? That we don't even know, that only you know. Well, that only I know. Excuse me, something that's surprising for everybody, something that may be surprising as a new CEO. Uh, well, you know what? Something you might not know about Phelps. Listen. Uh, uh, the two things is one, he's a really good athlete. Yes. And he actually, when he was in college at Davidson college, he played soccer and his team went to the NCAA finals. Uh, I mean, which is a big deal. I mean, that's a huge deal. The other thing that you might know about Phelps is that he's also a really good musician. Uh, really? He's a guitarist and pianist and you know he's a really good musician uh but the other thing that you know i would say about fans is he's not a, he's not a, as good a dancer as i am 
We need to stay positive. Uh-uh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I'm just being very honest. I'm going to email him. I'm going to email him. I'm going to email him. I'm going to say. You, you tell him that Buck said he can, he can outdance him anytime. All right. Any, any style of dance, Buck, or just any uh, kind of uh, dance? Uh, yeah, I focus mainly on uh, hip hop and modern. <laughs> I'm gonna call Alex James, who I need to try to talk to. <laughs> no, uh, no, we, we do. Uh, we we have been taking dance lessons, and we're looking forward to getting restarted with dance lessons. Dancing on the diamond, dancing on the diamond, which I won. And Buck, oh my, Buck would tell you about it. He had a Fondo Danielle, who I liked. Yeah, and, yeah. I did. Well, I did one dance contest. I wasn't a success. Never mind. No, well, this listen, can I, can I say something else about Phelps? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm so excited about Phelps becoming, uh, coming to Peace Haven. And yeah. you, you, we, all, we all love him. But the other things that is so exciting about having there is he's a great leader. You know, he'll have, he'll have good answers to that question you had about leadership and what's important. But the other thing that I love about Phelps is in addition to being a good leader is that he loves you guys. He's a family. And he loves you guys. And I know you love him. And I always knew we'd find a good leader at Peace Haven, but I was also hoping we'd find somebody that loved you as much as I love you. Yeah. And uh, Phelps does. Okay. He's a kid. He's a, he likes to have fun. Phelps. Phelps. He likes, he likes to have fun. He likes to have Funny for the community center. Hopefully, the big reveal, the big ribbon kind of a buck and pops, yeah. trying to find out who gets to cut the ribbon. Oh, not me. <laughs> no, but I'm going to you. Anyone? Uh, hey, just give me, just give me, I'm going to let Ann close this. Is that okay? Okay. Go ahead, Ann. What do you want to say? I'm just ahead of you. I know. I come on, Dad. Say hello. Tell him hello. And King back here. Yeah. King's actually wearing red. Me and King are wearing red. Wear red day. <laughs> I, I should have mentioned how much I miss uh, King and girlfriend, uh, Daryl. Oh my God, here he goes. <laughs> Yep, I do that. Okay. Um, we, miss, um, we love you and. We wish you good luck. Yeah. I'm sorry. We miss you and. Because I cry a lot there because you're leaving. And I love you so much. And everybody miss you and we're happy for you and. So glad that Cassie is okay with you right now. Your wife and me, my big kids, but still, we love you. We all love you. And I better love you. And King, me, my girlfriend, and all the people love you so much. We miss you here. And we love you so much. But we love you. We could go visit in my church. We could go, we could go, we could go say, we love, we love a book. We love a book. 
Well, let's not call him Fred because he's. You do call me every night, which I love. I love. He's going to be anti worship. That's going to be anti worship for me and seeing what can I buy with a dollar? <laughs> well, listen, guys, you know, I, I love you too. And Gina, I love you. And uh, you guys are the very, very best. And it's just been a real treat. I, I'm very honored to be able to be a part. Of the of this show, and, and, but, but we got so happy finish. that we got this time with you. I know you probably have to go. You, you know we could talk for days, right? Oh, um, I do, I do. But we do. We all miss you, and we, as much as we miss you, we are happy for you as well. So, thank you, thank you. All right, love you guys. Love you. Love you. I'll see you later. Okay, see you soon. All right. Yeah. Bye, 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 bye,